Celebrate the coolest in black culture live as Regina Hall hosts BET Awards 2019. You've got to see performances by Cardi B and Offset, Lil Nas X, Her, Lizzo, and watch DJ Cali Cali and YG pay tribute to my favorite Nipsey Hussle. And with Tyler Perry taking the stage live, you never know which characters will show up and show out. BET Awards 2019 celebrates our cool live Sunday, June 23rd at 8, 7 central on BET. To get the latest and get ready for the big night, search hashtag BET Awards and visit BET.com. There are times when you'll need someone. I will be by your side. Oh no, there is a light that shines special for you and me. Thank you, Common. That was more Bobby Caldwell. Well, true, but I just always think of that video with that lovely deaf woman. <laughs> she was oh. lovely. In the postcards. Lovely. Just a lovely deaf black woman. I see you oh <laughs> in a lonely place. How could you be so blind? <laughs> I think on um, Red Table Talk this week. Oh, is that this week? I think so. We talked about that in the trash now. Did we? Yes, we did. Remember I told you. Well, oh, we. I'm sorry. No, we didn't. We talked about Common writing a book. Okay. But the Red Table Talk makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I actually, <laughs> I actually started singing Bobby Caldwell because uh, today I had Noah in the car. Santana and I had a meeting, but you know, I had to mom at the same time. So we're riding in the car and... Uh, open your eyes comes on and so Noah's singing it <laughs> and Santana goes what race do you think he is Noah oh, and Noah Lord. goes black duh Aww. and I turned around and I said contrary to your belief little girl he's white Noah stops and goes look sis <laughs> real slow shook that head like no yes. I don't believe that. That's a black man. Outside of her <laughs> realm of understanding. She's like the soul. I don't. What is this? I don't know. You're telling me lies. But that's why we open. Anyway, praise the Lord, niggas. Indeed. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I'm Jade. And we're back to talk about the scam that is adulting. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2019. Oh, I always thought it was 2018 for a second. Yeah, man. We're just about halfway through 2019, which is a little crazy. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's really, really dumb how how really quickly the, the year is moving along but uh i mean we're grateful for another opportunity to kick it around the kitchen table with y'all man always always i know we didn't get one last week but you know we gotta we gotta press for it sometimes and i think we've been pretty consistent for for two years and some change yeah man um you know had a little rough we still had a show it was it was just it just featured 
the graduation, <laughs> which, is not, which is not the worst thing in the world. But it's no, it's, we're actually coming up on the on the end of the graduation announcements for the year. Um, is this the, ne- the last week or is next week the last week, sis? I usually I think we usually close out June. OK. All right. So you've got you've got two more weeks to send in your graduation announcements yeah. or one more something. Uh, but it's coming to an end soon. So make sure you guys get in the last of the last. I just also want to announce that in the spirit of the graduation announcements on this show. Oh, um, Captain Fast is going to be having a little celebratory uh, happy hour meet and greet sort of situation next, yes. week, next week Thursday June 27th we're going to be at Brooklyn on U Street um, which is a really super cute restaurant with an amazing green wall and really good food um, we're going to be having um, an event I'm calling it celebrations and libations we just want to curate a beautiful space for us to come together and just celebrate our wins because as I stated just a short while ago we are just about halfway through 2019 and i don't feel like we take the opportunities to uh you know just give ourselves um props as we journey along the the process and make progress toward the different goals that we've set for ourselves so in the spirit of the graduation announcements if you have accomplished any goal if you've graduated from something if you finish the semester, if you uh, left a job, if you're if you've gotten a job, if you've gotten a promotion, if you've bought a house, if you bought a new car, if you, you started, started a, business. a business, if you left a nigga you needed to leave. I want you to come <laughs> and have a chicken wing with me and something to drink to just, you know, kind of just celebrate the fact that we've made it um, six months into 2019. And we're looking forward to continuing our momentum Um, and progress um, towards 2020. But I just wanted to just come, just have some time for us to come together and meet and greet. It's not going to be anything super fancy. I'm going to be celebrating, uh, hopefully, the launch, the official launch of TeamTypingFast.com. But we are super excited. And I want to share in this accomplishment with all of you, because I know given these graduation announcements, giving the shout out to my sis emails, given the things that you guys tweet using the team type of fast hashtag that we are out here and everybody's working. And I just want us to take a minute, just take one minute, one beat, one Thursday night, happy hour and celebrate mm-hmm. that. So I think it'll be dope. Um, we are, are asking folks to just kind of buy a ticket so we can hold the space. Um, so we do have some tickets on sale. There's a link in my bio on Instagram. Um, I think it's uh, bit.ly forward slash TTF celebrates 2019. Um, but yeah, if you guys see that link, it's, it's on my on my Instagram pages. It's also on Twitter. Um, I'm going to share it with my friends and hopefully they'll post it too. But I would love Hell yeah. to just have, um, you know, a few of us get together and just have a good time and have some good food. Asante of if I were a rapper.com is going to curate a playlist for us to enjoy. Yes. It's going to be dope and I'm excited about it. And I hope that you guys will get excited about it and come kick it with me after work. I am very excited for you, sis, and make sure you guys go and, uh, and support my sis and celebrate yourselves. And in the same vein, um, 
Key and I had our official tissue meeting regarding uh, our future plans for live shows and team. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned um, in the coming, hopefully, weeks for announcements from Getting Grown about cities and, and dates and things like We're that. Going so, on the road. Yep. Hopefully. We are. We're coming. Hopefully so. We're trying to work it out. So um, can't wait to see you all. Make sure you stay tuned for those announcements. And with that being said, let's go on and get into the trash. Let's do it. Lots of trash this week. Lots and lots. So, well, maybe not that much. I don't know. We'll see. Um, first and foremost, young Miami. I don't know if you know who she is. Young Miami. I know of this young lady. I don't know much about yeah. her. Yeah. But I know that she is a person. She's one of the ci- the city oh, ladies. Oh, yes. Is she pregnant? Yes, I feel like she I is. saw her twerking her tail with the belly bump. Well, did. And she also says she's still acting up all summer, even after confirming her oh, pregnancy. Well, I mean, grown people are grown. You know, listen, I mean, nobody says you can't shake a tail feather while you're pregnant. I attended Makosa while I was I pregnant. Just, whatever you do, just do so safely. Is all my, that's all that's, I ask. That's all we ask. Don't, please don't, you know, you know, harm the baby. That's all we ask. <laughs> <laughs> so long as you choose to do it, do it safely. Uh, so she's pregnant and apparently JT is in jail. Is Well, she's been in jail, but she, she might, she, I guess she's coming out soon. I mean, has she been in there long? I think she's been in there for a little bit. I remember Drake screaming for free JT maybe a good year and a half, two years ago. I'll be trying to forget Drake does anything, but that's just me. You know, how could you? He just makes himself so present in everybody's life. And that's why I want him to go away. I know, but he's not going to. So you just have to accept it. Aubrey is here to stay for quite some time. He's made his mark on the world and also on his abs. In the Dominican Republic. Um, Just see a white man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, well, it's fine to call a thing a thing. (laughs) Like, that's what we encourage. (laughs) Um, Also in pregnancy announcements, Cassie's pregnant. Well, I mean, Shabbat Shalom. Um, Right. Carry on, girl. Get what (laughs) you need. Press forward. (laughs) What did that boy say, Lupe Fiasco? He said... Uh, kick, push, kick, push, coast. <laughs> coast. coast <is. laughs> I mean, you said, "What did that boy what say?" That boy said, L- Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> Didn't he have? Is that the only little song he had? He had a hit. No, ma'am. He had a whole wonderful album called "The Cool." See? <laughs> I was at choir rehearsal, but that's okay. That's okay. We, we Key and I were on opposite ends of the black spectrum, and it's lovely because that's what makes the diaspora. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. I definitely was listening to a lot of Lupe Fiasco before he started spitting that anti-Obama rhetoric. Oh. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. I respect all in their opinions. Mm-hmm. 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 That felt like a ish. lot. Ish, ish, I know. I am a Virgo. Very judgmental. Um, Apollo Nida. <laughs> oh, my God. Is in prison, right? Why are we talking Again. about all these people? <laughs> Well, what did he do because now? He just in got the trash out these days. like two seconds ago. He violated the halfway house rules. Well, what did he do? Uh, let's see. Well, let's let's go inside the YBF mm-hmm. so we don't get sued. We want to make sure we accredit those. Um, so, oh, okay. Nine days after his release, he's back behind nine bars. Days. 
Now, apparently there was an update and his fiance, Sherian, Shireen, I don't know what her name is, claims he didn't break any rules, despite what people are saying he did. Uh, But it says... The Real Housewives of Atlanta alum violated the terms of his parole while serving the rest of his sentence. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know. They're not saying what he did. Okay. I don't know if the nigga came back too late or what. I don't know if we care as much um, as the fact that it's just funny that he just got out. And it's like, damn, nigga, you can't even get anywhere. That's that. Uh, when They See Us is actually the most watched Netflix series in the U.S. Well, I mean, that's great. Let's get the word out. We need to, I know that it was disturbing for a lot of us, but, um, or for many, but, you know, it's necessary. I know we keep saying that, but it is. It warrants being repeated. It's necessary for those who are unaware of what's going on in our justice system to see the grave injustices that, that, that we're facing, especially as people of color. Um, just like I think it's very important for people to recognize all of the 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 gross murders that are happening to trans women, um, especially trans women of color. That is a really big problem right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people are really understanding the severity of the situation. And I've seen a lot of um, a lot of comments on social media that said we need to do more than tweet. Those who are allies need to do more than tweet. And I agree. You know what I'm saying? But first and foremost, we need to recognize what's going on. And you need to realize that it is an epidemic and it's a problem. Well said. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, Tessa Thompson confirmed she is single. Amen. (laughs) And that her sexuality is not clickbait. Listen. Listen. I already listen. If we're gonna just, you know, be be a little shady, not shady, and never shady towards Tessa or Janelle, but I kind of just had the feeling, you know what I'm saying, that they weren't together anymore. I could kind of, I could kind of sense that. I had, the uh, feeling but she that has confirmed it. It was none of my business from the very beginning. <laughs> but listen, I just want everybody to be happy, honey. And Tessa looks like she is doing just fine, getting along very well. And living her best life. I just fully support it. I endorse it, honey. Just like a like a coupon, just redeemed. <laughs> Did you know that Keisha Cole is also pregnant? Girl, again, how many kids Keisha Cole gonna have? Well, you know, you uh, you know an, a, enough a tea. My God, <laughs> I feel like Keisha Cole is pregnant every two years. She is like it's almost not even news. It's anymore. like Keisha pregnant, girl. Okay, tomorrow is Wednesday. But I was just trying to, I'm like, well, yeah, I, I was with you right on this last one. I was like, well, girl, how many, like, what's, well, what's going on? I mean, how let many me kids you going to have? Let me tell you what. Keisha can't keep a single, but she does keep a man. You mad. She does. <laughs> she can't keep a single, but she doesn't you stay. You mad. <laughs> Love. Um, Tiffany Haddish impressed me recently. She actually postponed her Atlanta show over Georgia's anti-abortion laws. Well. There you go, Tiffany. And I, I fully, I fully endorse it. And I am, I'm glad that she spoke up on that. I was like, yes, go ahead, your, Tiffany. You put, how you put your money where your mouth is, daughter. Because every once in a while, I don't know, I don't know. But listen, <laughs> with this, Tiffany getting the Blue <laughs> checks, honey. She's, she's, she just, sure is. And I'm not mad. Sis, she got a Lowry's check. Hey, hey. She got a Lowry's check. Your coming. girl had her face on a can, on a bottle of Lowry's. I mean, okay. Sweet dreams are made of what? These. 
Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Damn, I should have opened mm, with that. Okay. Um, oh, but I you will. Just did. Dave, nope, we didn't finish though. We didn't finish. It's gonna happen again, and you guys are gonna get it. You heard it here first. Dave Chappelle yeah, sure. is about to make his Broadway debut this summer. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah, he's getting ready to make it. So I, I, I you know, I, I know a lot of people feel ways about Dave Chappelle and they think he's problematic. And I guess some of the things he says are, but they are also thought provoking. And I love Dave Chappelle. Things. I know I do. Lord God. I wish we would all stop acting like we never have. But that's another conversation for another day. Oh, and while we were talking about young Miami um, saying she's acting up all summer, your girl hit a split while she was I pregnant. Sure so, but I don't. That's what I saw. I said, honey, yes. dexterity, agility. Just <laughs> youth, youth, youth. <laughs> youth. The youth Look at those good knees mm-hmm. and good core. Pose was renewed for a season three. Yes, I'm excited, honey. I'm very excited. Have you started watching the new season? Not the new season, no. I I, I like to just wait until they all come so that I can just so you can binge. Mm-hmm. Yes, same mood, squad, squad. Um, so there were shots apparently. I, I believe as a, as the last time I read, two two victims were shot at the Raptors yeah, NBA Championship Parade. Nice. People got to find like, a way to ruin everything. I thought y'all were doing better in Canada. I like I just I Canada, uh, Canada is li- I I put them above us. They're above I us. Mean, only <laughs> evidently. Oh. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, I know. Even though we have one thousand million shootings a year, um, that's, that's not. But like no, but you know, 1, but I know, but it's. Listen, if we just, if we just, if we call a thing a thing again, America's got to get a shit together. But yeah, there were shots fired at the Raptors NBA championship parade. Um, there was a huge, massive crowd that had to run, and at least two victims were down. So. Uh, our prayers and our, you know, our thoughts and hopefully everybody is OK. There was also a situation with one of the owners of the team when they won the championship. Congratulations to you all, by the mm-hmm. way. Drake is very happy. Um, He tried to they're calling it a racial thing where he tried to get down on the floor uh, after, you know, after they won or what have you and was stopped by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, So then he was stopped by, so the dude like harassed him, told him he couldn't go, go down, said he couldn't get down. I don't know if he didn't have his proper credentials on him. I don't know if he did and old boy ignored them. But even when other people were trying to get him down on the floor, the police officer was giving him a hard time to the point where he accused him of assault. Mm-hmm. So now while he was while he's sitting up here investing money up in this team and and all and so forth and so on, you can't even get down on the floor as a black man. They're stopping you from getting down on the floor. You one of the owners of the team. I feel like if you are working the event, you should at least know that. And now you're going to accuse this man of assault. I don't I don't I don't I don't like it. We are in danger. And lastly, because I found this very funny, Ava DuVernay, Oprah, and Gail, and June Ambrose said, do not call them auntie. Let me tell you something. You know what? It desexualizes and so forth and so on. You know what, guys? I think, now you know... That don't nobody ride for black women like me. Mm, mm, I, I just mm. like nobody. 
Well, Oprah has, you know. And Gail, how old is Gail? Gail is 64. (laughs) Ava is, how old? 46. June Ambrose, I think, just turned 50, if I'm not mistaken. They call us auntie. I just feel like if you can't be an auntie at 65, when you supposed to be an auntie? And I just don't think it's fair because Ava specifically, I don't know. I don't want to quote. I mean, I just, I don't want to misquote, but I I'm, I believe. Okay, let's pull it up. No, then. but I believe that <laughs> Ava and Oprah set, used Beyonce. Like they were like, you know, y'all don't call Beyonce auntie. First of all. Yes, some people yes, do. Yes, we do. Yes, they do. Secondly, yes. Secondly, I just feel like I don't know what is, why have, what make, I want to disabuse you all of the notion that aunties are not sexy because all the aunties I know are having sex. <laughs> I just, I just feel like, like how, how is, how is being an auntie? Like, I think aunties don't always mean Aunt Jemima. Nope. And that's what Ava and said. And I just feel like, why is it that, I don't know. I just remember when I was in my when young, in my younger and tender days, more tender days, because I do believe that I'm still quite tender. But I just you everybody had a fly auntie that was still auntie, but was still a bad bitch at the same time. So what I don't understand is, you know, because I have fully embraced my auntie status. I, Listen. I have auntie robes. I wear I wear ankle anklets on both ankles. You know what I'm saying? Do. I'm I'm standing squarely in the auntie movement. I'm Same. reclaiming my time. I know I've and I also acknowledge that I can be an auntie and a sex symbol, much like my sister Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter, and many Thank you so others. Much. Let me tell you something. Niggas still want to hit. I just, I don't understand what, <laughs> what this aversion. No Aisha Curry. Like, what's, what is this aversion to being called an auntie? I feel, Oprah said I cringe thing, being but, called uh, auntie or mama. Oprah is 65. The girls you could were, call you grandma. Like, no you disrespect. You were auntie. Did you see the tweet? Did you see the tweet? Where it was like... <laughs> <laughs> they crossed out the auntie for Oprah, Gail, and Ava. And they were like, oh, you don't want to be called auntie? Grandma it is. I just feel like <laughs> I don't know what it is. Now, now, I will say that I have rolled my eyes when people who I'm just about 10 years older than call me auntie. But it, it's nah. not to the point where I'm like... I've just completely sworn off being an auntie because, I mean, I I used to think aunties were cool. Why is it that you guys are trying to shame the auntie? I think it's it just so much. It has literally always been a sign of respect in our community. I just don't understand. Always. I just feel like I don't know what this is. And I don't, maybe it's because 40 is the new 20 and 60 is the new 30. But I'm just like, sis, you 65, you're 64, Girl. you're also a billionaire. Like, who gives a crap if Trixie them from around the corner call you auntie? Who gives a crap? But I just don't think it's that big of a deal because 
I believe if the girls was just walking up on um, Auntie, I mean, if the girls were just walking up on Oprah and Gail and just calling them Oprah and Gail, they would be like, like Maya Angelou shaded that young lady on on Oprah's show back in the day and was just like, honey, I'm not, I'm not your contemporary. Don't call me by my first name. I just feel like which mm. one is it? You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't deem it a sign of disrespect. And I guess, I guess for Ava, I can see it more because, you know, she's in... No. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying I give Ava more grace than I give Oprah and Gail. Well, more, Because yes. I, I just feel like I can see being... Because, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to swallow that I'm 36 on my way to 37. So I can, and, and so I can see how Ava being, you know, in her 40s, I can see how she could be holding on to wanting to be, you know... Um, young, fresh, and new. <laughs> but I just feel Girl, like... you were 60 in the color purple I'm when just you were saying, Sophia. Ava, like, like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I have more... <laughs> I just have more... Give Ava more grace than I give um, Oprah and Gail. And everybody knows that I have loved Oprah Winfrey. I was born while o when Oprah was coming Gail, on. Like, let's be honest. You still have a flip. You still <laughs> have a flip. And you got the black-ass nerve to not want to be called auntie and you rocking a flip like, in 2019? Why is auntie so bad? Especially Girl. for women who I wouldn't dare call. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still my, my supervisor at work is always shading me because, you know... It's just tough. I have the same credentials as a lot of people that I work with, but it's just mm. in me to just be like Miss So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so because that's just how I was brought up. Um, I recognize now that I'm fully grown and I got, I, you know, I don't have a problem doing that. But um, I just don't see why auntie is a bad thing. I just don't. And I, I just feel as much respect as I have for all three of those women, Oprah, Gail, and Ava. I just don't see why we are doing that much. Over this. Why do, where do you think play aunties and uncles came and June, from? Ambrose they came girl. from having people June, sit down, 50. <laughs> like, like, where do you uh, play aunties and uncles came from having adults in our lives who had special places in our lives, but they were not blood relatives, but still we had enough respect for them to call them auntie and uncle. Even over in the motherland, calling somebody auntie or mama is a sign of respect. So stop it, like save all of that and embrace who you are. I embrace flowing very nicely into my auntiedom. I love it. I think it's fun. I think it's great. And I understand, you know, not wanting to get old or whatever, like, you know, but understand that it's also a part of life. And that, that be happy people are calling you auntie and not bitch. Like the basis of the argument, I don't think it's fair because like so no one calls Beyonce or uh, auntie and I'm like, I would beg to differ. And also Actually, we called her auntie Yance on Jade next last exactly. week. Exactly. And furthermore, also too. I would like to say <laughs> that Beyonce, you know, represents herself in very different ways than Oprah Gayle and Ava DuVernay represent themselves. She doesn't even wear a flip. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like Gayle is out here really wearing a flip and Beyonce hasn't worn pants on stage since 2000. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, like she's like, literally been running around in her skivvies for almost 20 years. You understand what? <laughs> like, get that deep down in your spirit. Beyonce has very much branded herself to be okay. your next, your, like, the, a, a, a household name, a sex symbol that is a household name. Oprah. A boss. You know what I'm saying? Oprah has branded herself on being all things self-healing, self-help, and 
and self. And, you know what I'm she's saying? not put a single other person just, outside of Michelle Obama on the O cover. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> like, I just, and I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But I feel like we have no. to recognize the messaging that we put forward. And um, I just don't. I don't know. Like I think it's, it's uh, bottom line. It's a sign of respect. And I wish that that everyone, even though you you may like cringe, like, you know, it may be hard for you to accept the fact that you are 65 years old. But, beloved, we thank God that he's kept you here that long. We hope that he continues to do so. But I don't feel like it's fair for you to curse people out or or demand <laughs> that that we stop calling you that. I don't know. But I mean, I guess I'll call you what, what you, whatever you want to be called. So I will do my best to refrain from calling you Auntie O, but that does make me sad. Well, it makes me sad. I, I, it does. Oprah's never, honestly, Oprah's never really been my auntie. Y'all know I have a complicated I know, relationship I know, with her. But I, I have called you know her Auntie saying? Oprah because I just feel yeah. like that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? I grew up watching her. She was a part of my life every day at four o'clock. My mom told there me that, you know what I'm saying? I was born when Oprah was on. I had to make it out yeah. in time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I just feel like. <laughs> I, and I've been watching her consistently well, ever on, since. Oprah's exactly. <laughs> Mama, I was born at 4.07, just after the credits. <laughs> but I'm girl, you maybe missed seven minutes of the show. <laughs> but I'm saying that's the kind of carrying on I you know, I just have that much respect for her. So and I don't feel comfortable just like I wouldn't walk up to my mother. I mean, maybe now. I mean, I I do so in jest, but I would never walk up to my mom when someone's my mom's age and just be like, hey, Gloria, that's not how I'm made up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. so auntie sounds like the next best thing. But sis, since you want to be the next Jet Beauty of the Week, I won't call you that no more. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, Gail. All I, I, and I rocked with you. I actually did like you. You know, I, I can I can separate. I still like but, her. I'm not, and I still like Gail, but I'm still rolling my eyes because you got a flip. Still and I've and never has, seen you she, in no shimmery listen, tights and no thigh high boots. I don't, I don't knock it because it looks good <laughs> on her. I've come to accept that as a part of who she is. But a flip is a flip is a flip is a flip, sis. I, I've never shaded her flip until she says she didn't want to be called auntie. <laughs> and then I'm like, girl, 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 you know, you don't want to be called girl, girl abuela. <laughs> oh. That's how we will close the trash. Yeah, but let week. us know. Are y'all going to stop calling uh, uh, Miss Oprah? I don't know what I should. I, call, I just I don't feel well calling her Oprah. But I guess are y'all going to stop calling Oprah, Gail and Ava? Oprah, uh, Auntie O, Auntie Gail, Auntie Ava. I don't even feel like I mean I didn't know June had had inserted herself into this as well, but yeah, she did. Okay, she did. And low key, I I mean, as much as I love June Ambrose, and I I, I do, I really truly do. I I'm her. still sitting. I I do, but I'm still sitting here like, first of all, who's calling you, Auntie? Nobody. Who's- <laughs> you can't pay me to believe it. I have never said because I don't see I don't see June. I wouldn't put her, I wouldn't put her up there. And I honestly, I don't call Ava Auntie Ava. I don't. I don't either. I never have actually. She's always I don't. been Ava. I was I mean, if, if, you know, I think Ava is listen, I think that she's brilliant. And honestly, Absolutely. I've seen her in person and I've always respected the fact that She's never she doesn't lead with it. But like when you're in her presence, you cannot deny the fact that Ava is a bad bitch. And she is. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you something else that y'all may not know. Ava DuVernay is bodied. That baby look. Listen, she is built for tough. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I'm talking silver dollar pancakes, honey. (laughs) <laughs> and you would never know it because I, you know, I hop free you pancake know, day. she doesn't, she doesn't lead with it. 
she's not someone who's like you know puts her sex sex appeal on display but she has a presence when she enters the space and it's like well come on in the room girl like you know what i'm saying and i respect that because she's you know I don't know. I just, I just, I think that that's locks is twisted. You know what I'm saying? Her edges ain't everything out, is like, just in place. She smells like magnolias and and just you know patchouli. wonderful decisions. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing, but absolutely. Um, but I mean, I guess you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, and also, I think that this was interesting, and maybe we can talk about this later. But um, what is it, Van Lathan? I think that was the, that was the one who did it first, right on his on his podcast. I believe. Um, so. I honestly feel like this is more of a conversation because I think men auntie women so that so as to not uh, sexualize them in inappropriate ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's a it's a level of respect, especially coming from a man, because, you know, it's easy for a man, a man to even inadvertently cross that line. Um, at least it's, at least. I don't want to say in my experience, but from what I observed. So I wondered if, you know, some men have resorted to calling Ava auntie just out of respect for her and not wanting mm. to objectify mm. her in ways that can't be so easy to do because she is built so beautifully. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But, um, but I don't know. Maybe that's another conversation that we can have. But um, maybe they're trying to avoid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I do feel like I'm that's saying? a thing because I have heard, guys have told me that. Because I have had a conversation with some guy friends that I've had, and many of them have said that a lot of guys friends zone you because they don't want to. He's like, he's like, some guys know how filthy they are, and they don't want to disrespect you with their dick. And I'm like, what? But listen, mm. I have had a dude mm. tell me that mm. he's like, because mm. sometimes men can be so filthy. They don't even want to, you know, associate that with you because they have that much respect for you. So that's why they will come at you out of this, like, you know, super, almost super friend zone, homey friend, like kind of space because they don't want to get into that. They don't want to, you know, even inadvertently cross a line and and disrespect you because they they see you, they hold you with such such a high regard. So I don't know. Mm. I think that 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 this may be a bigger conversation about just kind of like, you know, dynamics between men and women and how quickly we can cross sexual boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know if that's what it's about. That's totally me guessing or speculating, but it is, no, it is something a good that conversation um, I'm going to put that in the notes. It was something that I thought about a conversation I had with one of my guy friends and he was just like, I have seen him. I've seen him say it around about many mutual friends that we have. He was like, yo, she's so beautiful. I don't even like, I just, I'm just, I don't even deem myself worthy. So I almost always put her in that sister space because I'm filthy and I would never disrespect her like that. And I'm just like, we might need to have wow. a new on the show to have that conversation. We might. Yeah, we might. I think so. Yeah. But I, I just, I just, I was fascinated by that because it just made me feel like it made me think about, you know, I always think about the way that I'm perceived versus the way that I think that I show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there seems to always be some huge dissonance there, but I think mm-hmm. that's something that we'll get into mm-hmm. around the kitchen table even today. So let's move on so we can hurry up and get there. Let's do it. Um, let's actually get on to these graduation announcements. Okay. Big banking is, or should I say was broken. They charge high fees and use our deposits to fund pipelines and oil drilling. This greed leaves millions of Americans behind and destroys our planet, but it doesn't have to be this way. 
That's why lots of people are looking out, looking into Aspiration, a financial firm for those who want more money in their pocket and more power to do good. Featured in Forbes, the New York Times and Money Magazine, Aspiration offers a 2% annual percentage yield, zero ATM fees anywhere in the world and the option to choose your own monthly fee, even if it's zero. Plus, Aspiration commits 10% of their earnings to charities that help other Americans and offers extra cash back rewards for shopping at socially conscious businesses. Everyone deserves a financial firm that's fair, provides great products and helps you make more money while making a difference. Put your money where your heart is. Download the Aspiration app to open an account, earn 2% annual interest, pay zero ATM fees and save the planet while you're at it. Woo, it's graduation announcement time. Remember, it's coming to an end soon, so get your last-minute graduation announcements in. All right, let's get started. Greetings and salutations, Jade and Kia in all caps. First, I'd like to just let the record reflect that the last time I wrote in, shout out to my sis Siri, felt the need to change your name to an African country, Kia. Not me. I spelled it right the first time. Mm-hmm. But I was also rushing to get that email out on my phone at work. And we know how that goes with bosses and you looking unproductive. But right back to the matter at hand. I just want to take out all the time in the world to shout out my little sister Kamani for graduating from Vance High School in Charlotte, North Carolina this past Saturday. Sis is still that chick and finishes as that chick. Neck was heavy with all three stoles and two cords. She graduated as a career and technical education graduate, as well as being an avid student and a member of DECA. I don't know what DECA. Oh, DECA. (laughs) Clearly, I was not a part. I don't know what any of that means other than DECA (laughs) squad. But I do know I was in the crowd among all of 511 of us screaming, you better, as promised in my last shout out. After a modest biting war between two HBCUs, Kamani will be attending Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in the fall on the bowling scholarship. Woo! That is interesting. She plans to major in nursing with either a concentration in forensics, working with rape victims or in neonatal with the babies. Either way, she's out here trying to change lives and still be a pro bowler at the same damn time. But yes, that is my sis Kamani out here doing things. I love you like I love a hot now Krispy Kreme donut. And that's on period. Sign your bestest one and only brother Jamar. Congratulations, Kamani, and thank you for writing in Jabbar. Sure, you're right. Okay, the next email comes from uh, Jakaira. She says, Hi, Jade and Kia. I'm such a huge fan of your show, and I'm glad that I got the pleasure to meet you ladies in person at the Team Typing Fast Brunch in LA. I'm going to keep this short, but I just wanted to shout myself out for recently graduating with my master's in social work from Cal State. Dominguez Hills. It was such a huge accomplishment for me. And I am glad to say that the process is finally over. Thank you both for providing weekly laughs and lessons to help me along this path to adulting. Love you both. Love you back, Jakaira. It was awesome to meet you. I totally remember um, you uh, at the at the brunch. And thanks for sending these amazing pictures. You look amazing. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. I love yellow on on brown skin. I, I mean, black beautiful. women, they, we created the color yellow. That's Did. just the bottom line. That's really it. Dear Jade and Kia, I wanted to give myself a quick shout out, but this turned out longer than I thought. This Friday, June 14th, I will be graduating with my MA in Urban in urban studies, specializing in public administration from CUNY School of Labor and Urban Studies. 
This is the school's inaugural graduation ceremony since becoming the newest CUNY school. It has been a struggle with self-doubt, a lot of sleepless nights and last minute papers and worrying whether or not I'm in the right major. I've had to overcome planning a wedding while working on my capstone project, working full time and losing my stepmother to cancer. We're so sorry. I would also like to congratulate my stepsister, Shireen, for graduating with her master's degree as well. She graduated from Adelphi University, receiving an MS in healthcare informatics. And she did all of this with two whole ass young boys, 11 and three. Woo. Ooh, can we the terroristic threes <laughs> and of course losing her mom and of course my capstone classmates without our little support group this past semester I'm not sure how we would have made it we've all had so much to overcome and I'm excited to cross the stage with my peers thank you both for helping me process this whole adulting farce and giving us all a platform to congratulate the people in our lives thank you again Alicia Conaty. I love it. Congratulations, Alicia, and all of our condolences to you and your family. Um, But also congratulations to Shireen. You guys are two strong ladies who endured a lot. Uh, Amazing. The next email says, hi, beloveds. Thank you for existing. This podcast (laughs) continues to be pivotal for my development as a 24-year-old in almost every aspect of my life. First, I'd like to shout out my niece. Uh, Denia Clinton, my baby girl. Well, not so baby anymore because the little dude is a smooth 11 and a half years old. Uh, <laughs> is graduating from the fifth grade to middle school. She has served as president of her class for two years and is currently the captain of her step team, along with dancing um, in Koti, West African Dance Company's Children's Ensemble. Secondly, yes. I'd like to shout out the Carnegie Mellon family, Carnegie Mellon family that has made being on that campus bearable. Most have graduated their grad programs this year and the others will be graduating alongside me as we complete our grad school programs next year. Lastly, I'd like to thank, I'd like to shout you two out for keeping on with the keep on and coming through with the come through. Stay blessed. (laughs) T.T. Jade and T.T. Kia. Just don't call Ava Dubin. Sincerely ever Clinton. Thank you ever. Shout out to uh, your niece and to your colleagues at Carnegie Mellon. Um, and we appreciate you for listening to the show and being such a huge support. Absolutely. And we fully embrace being TTs. That's fine. Doesn't we, bother me. We, nope, not at all. Hi, Jade and Kia. My younger brother, Marcellus, graduated from Chowan University in Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, yeah. Oh, I've never heard of that in my life. Really? There's no. one in Tennessee too, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. last month with a degree in graphic communications. I'm the oldest in, of five and don't have any children of my own, so my siblings are it. I'm so very proud of my brother and excited to see what the future brings for him. Love, Mia. Congratulations, Marcellus. So dope. Thank you for writing in, Mia. Uh, hey, J.D. Kia, I want to give myself a graduation shout out. I graduated from Cabrini University, summa cum laude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to put it in all caps because... The dean of my school accidentally forgot to read it off at the ceremony. What? I know, I know you lying. I just like to thank the Lord for getting me through these last four years. Now your girl has a BA in graphic design. Anyone in need of a designer in the DMV area, please connect me. Connect with me through LinkedIn. I also want to shout out my little cousin Elaine for being promoted from the eighth grade. She's going to high school in the fall and I'm super proud of her. I really love y'all and these graduation announcements on my favorite time of year. Shout out to everyone in the class of 2019. Thank you, ladies. Sincerely, Grace Spencer. 
Thank yes. you, Grace. Congrats to you. And congrats to your niece. Right. She said her niece, right? Yes. Yes, her niece. Oh, her little cousin. Her, her little, little cousin, cousin, Elaine. So thank you, uh, Grace. And thank you, um, Elaine. Congratulations to you both. And to the rest of the class of 2019. And I know this Elaine probably has rhythm. That's Me? just a little dig for those who oh. watch Seinfeld. <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Chikia and Chef Jade. Oh, a nigga gets a title. <laughs> I'd like to acknowledge my little cousins, Kalia and Mariah, for graduating high school and deciding to take their smarts to college. A huge shout out to my cousin, Kristen, for graduating from Morehouse School of Medicine with her medical degree with honors. Finally, I want to congratulate myself for graduating from Morehouse School of Medicine's Master of Public Health program. I, too, graduated with honors. P.S. Send up a prayer for these PhD acceptances. I want this final degree. With love, Ashley G. You got it, Ashley. You You do. You got it, sis. Ashley Uh, G, congratulations. Totally. Hello, Jade and Kia. I'll keep it short and cute. God bless your heart. I received my Master's of International Affairs with a concentration in U.S. foreign policy and national security from American University, Washington, D.C. With a tool of research language certification in Spanish. My thesis was on the Black Lives Matter movement and the international impact of the movement. I hope to be published soon and send you all another announcement of my academic work. Thank you for taking the time to read my shout out to myself. And thank you for highlighting all of your listeners' accomplishments. Uh, That's from Kiara uh, Colon-Torres. Kiara says, I'm super proud of you. Hopefully you can come to the the happy hour next week and we can uh, celebrate. Come, go for me. Hey, Jade and Kia, I love you two beautiful ladies like you're my real life little cousins. You see how the you see how the titles change? And guess what? We just flow like rivers. Keep giving life and busting guts with all the fully wang tomfoolery and anointed clownery that suspends our reality of adulting. Please allow me to give a shout out to my one and only child, Sierra Nicole Foster, who graduated from Park Center Senior High School with honors. She will be attending Prayer View A&M and starts her summer business program at PVU in July. This is a bittersweet moment because it's been me and, and oh, see, a me and C for 17 years. I'm happy to get my freedom back, but a nervous wreck thinking about being without her. Peace and blessings from Minnesota, Melissa. And she included some gorgeous pictures of Miss Sierra. Oh, so pretty. She is so, gorgeous. So, so this prom dress and her in her green regalia. I love it. And it's ironed and steamed. Absolutely no. And that's from mom, Lisa. Sorry. Thanks, Lisa. And thanks, Melissa. Congratulations to you. Um, Hello, Jade and Kia. Thank you for making this podcast that makes me crack up laughing um, at the most inopportune time in my work day. (laughs) I work in a crisis center for the mentally ill. (laughs) And some that's not funny. I'm just imagining. Sometimes I know people think I have lost my mind. I'll keep this short and get right to it. I want to give a graduation shout out to my daughter, Cameron Elise Taylor um, Mamier. She graduated on May 29th for um, Kasum Oaks High School in Elk Grove, California. <laughs> she will be attending Maryville University in the fall. Sorry, we can't say your high school. Forgive us. I, I just don't know how that word works. Uh, con- is it Kasum Kasumes? Kasumes. Is it Kasumes? Kasum. Kasum Nez <laughs> Oaks High School. I'm Thank you for actually... giving me. I don't know. Thank <laughs> you for giving me the opportunity to acknowledge her accomplishments 
Yes, those signs were lit during her entrance, her walk across the stage and her exit. They also aided in helping her locate the family. Um, Kasum. After they were. Kasum? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Kasum. The N is silent and it is the same pronunciation of Tulum. Oh. Well, amen. There we go. Um, it's quick work for you real quick. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, thank you for sending these pictures of Cameron. Cameron, congratulations. And we're we're looking forward to hearing about all of the awesome things that you will continue to do in the future. Um, shout out to you and the rest of your graduating class. Absolutely. Also, Key and I are in no way, shape, form or fashion ableist. Um, but we do sometimes laugh at inopportune times and we don't always take ourselves too seriously. Uh, that was that was in regards to the giggles earlier. Um, hey, Jade and Kia. My name is Langston Harrison, and I'm so thankful to y'all for helping me get through my master's program. Okay. You have no idea how much I needed team typing fast. I graduated from North Carolina Central University with a master's in biological and biomedical science in December 2018. Love my HBCU. Somehow I managed to get a job soon after graduation in genetics research and diagnostic lab. Glory. Yes. Hope y'all continue to thrive in everything you do. Congratulations, Langston. Just making your footsteps in the world. No, I just love the name Langston. I do too. It's so dignified. It's so good. <laughs> um, hi, Jade and Kia. I hope you're well. My name is Taylor <laughs> Morton. Similar to last week, I also wanted to shout myself out in May. I graduated from the University of Pennsylvania with my Master's of Science and Education degree. This is my second Master's and my first is in Environmental Policy. I am so blessed to have a village that nurtures me and holds me accountable to foster my growth. I'm proud to stand on so many shoulders as I begin my new teaching career in Brooklyn this fall. Hey! Sorry my announcement is on CP time. Much love, Taylor. Congratulations to you, Taylor, and good luck to you um, at your new t teaching gig. Absolutely. Hello, Jade and Kia. I'll keep it brief, but thank you so much for being authentically yourselves while dropping weekly gems and jokes. I'll never get tired of your singing, Jade. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, just have to deal with it. I have two sisters that I've, I've never had growing up graduate this year. Tiffany Jones graduated from Easter Illinois University with her bachelor's in health administration with a business minor. Deja Hood graduates from University of Illinois Champaign-Urbana with her bachelor's in recreation, sport, and tourism with a concentration in sport management with a certification in sports media. And last but certainly not least, my younger brother, John Vier, has graduated eighth grade. I'm so proud of him because he was a bit shaky trying to finish, but he did that. Thank you for the segment to give us a second to rep our people. Thank you for writing in Jasiri and congratulations, Tiffany, Deja, and John Vier. I love it. Um, the next message is, hey, Jade and Dr. Kia, because you work so hard for those letters. That's right. I love your show. I laugh out loud and join you in your petty parties every week. You two are magical together. I want to shout out Thank my baby you. girl, Addison Diane. She graduated from pre-K last week and is headed to kindergarten. She is normally a really laid back, chill kid, but she was super hype about pre-K graduation. And so were me and her big sis. We both cry all the tears watching her grab her little certificate and marching out to pomp and circumstance. Um, Addison is a kind, bright and amazing little girl that walks the earth like she's been here before. We are so proud of her. She also has a strong side eye and throws shade like a 42 year old auntie. Uh, it's it. trapped in her five-year-old body. 
It's like watching my my petty walk around outside of my body sometimes. Oh my God, She brings same. me so much joy. So I just want to celebrate my baby and all of her amazingness on the first day, On the, sorry, on the first of many academic milestones uh, we're looking forward to. We love you, Addison. Love mommy and your BFF big sister, Lauren Diane. Look at Addison. Addison is so cute. Oh my gosh. I can't with this doobie. Woo, and you know she's quick witted. She looks witty. Uh, <laughs> at, I mean, there's a side eye in this picture. There is. Totally the true. stance totally and everything. True. Absolutely. Oh my God, an imaginary play date. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Greetings, my nieces, Jade and Dr. Kia. You see how that works? Please help me congratulate my beautiful son, Rebel, on graduating from kindergarten at Loring Elementary School in Minneapolis. Rebel is an avid reader, reading at a third grade level, and has excelled in all subjects this year. He kept an A average all year long and is an awesome little guy. We're so very proud of his accomplishments and look forward to many more. And Jade, he will not be an F-boy, so maybe in the future he and Noah will vow. Girl, girl. Ah, uh, wait a minute. Wait now. <laughs> you didn't we're not gonna play matchmaker <laughs> these arranged marriages lol i've attached a couple photos of my pride and joy p.s my black stays moisturized no cracks over here love auntie Dasi to Dasi. oh my god he's so cute mm. look at him he's so cute. oh my gosh maybe um. we will <laughs> I know. Um, kidding, kidding. Thank you, Aunt Darcy. Um, hold up class of night. <laughs> hold up class of 2019. I'm gonna let y'all finish. But this fall 2018 graduate need, needs her time to shine. Do it. Cousin Jade and Dr. Kia, let me say how much <laughs> I love you guys and that you've been a part of my weekly dose of uh meditation. I wanted to let the class of 2019 have their time, but as you guys read through these announcements, I couldn't help but want to hear my name receive a shout out too. I, uh, is it Rika? Yes. I, Rika Sims, graduated in the fall of 2019, 20, sorry, 2018 from the Kennesaw State University uh, in December with a bachelor's in marketing. This is my third bachelor's degree. I also graduated from Georgia State University with a bachelor's with bus in business administration and sports management as well. I don't believe uh, announcements were, were going on then, but I wanted to throw my cap into the emails because I'm still so proud of my accomplishment. I give God all the praise. I included both a picture and a video. I hope you enjoyed the video. No one could tell me that I was not a proud, educated black woman. Thank you guys so uh, much again for all you do contribute to my life. I love you both. Please come have a show in Texas soon. Rika. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Praise the Lord, niggas. Hello, Jade and Dr. Kia. I'd like to give a shout out and congratulate my dear friend and sis, Adiola, who graduated from Burbeck University of London on, on April 29, 2019, with a master's in information systems and management. My sis is a beacon of light and an everlasting source of encouragement. While studying, she has secured a new job within a year, secured a promotion, and it is just a matter of time before her job title is global something. She achieved a distinction in her dissertation whilst working full time, sidestepping these white people and their tomfoolery wow. and being whilst I thought it was whilst as well. Oh God. Whilst, whilst <laughs> working full time, sidestepping these white people and their tomfoolery and being an amazing example of black excellence. Thank you for all that you've done. May God continue to bless you and all that you do. Cue the Carters. Nice. Hashtag yeah. black excellence. Hashtag magical black girl. Love y'all. And that's from Janelle. Sweet. 
Thank you for writing in, Janelle. And congratulations, Adiola. Yes, congratulations. Hello, Kia and Jade. Thank you what for your, week, your weekly dose of distraction and laughs on being a whole adult. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to myself. My name is Beulah Elizabeth Momani. I graduated last month with a master's in healthcare administration from the University of Minnesota. Two years ago, I was lost and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And here I am graduating with the, from the number two program in the country. Yes. I'll uh, be finally joining the workforce in a couple of weeks with a great job. Hallelujah. Because these student loans and bills aren't going to pay themselves. Mm. And a purposeful career is ahead of me. Thank you for being a source of preparation as I head into the trials and tribulations of the workforce. Your friend, Beulah. Congratulations to you, sis, on both graduating and for securing the bag with your brand new job. Congratulations, Beulah. Beulah. Praise the Lord, my niggas, my niggas. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings and salutations to my big sisters in my head and heart, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Listen, Jade being a Dallas girl, it touches my heart to hear you sing the lyrics to Oak Cliff. I got lost in Oak Cliff one time. I appreciate the global ethnic diversity you possess. And thank you both for being the boost I need to help me press through my black girl magic in this white caucasity driven world. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> Inserts Jade's version of pop in circumstance. What is that? It sounds like shade. <laughs> All right. We got a list here. We got. Kendasia Combs from Village Tech High School. Theodore Faulkner from Kathleen Joy Gilliam Collegiate Prep. Tavion Moore from Berkner High School. Kiara Taylor from the University of Texas at Arlington with a bachelor's in social work. Jessica Woods from the University of Texas at Arlington with master's in social work. Crystal Braziel from Prairie View A&M University with master's in social work. And Jasmine Carter from Lamar University with a bachelor's in business administration. I'm beyond proud of you all and can't wait to see what God and life has in store for all of you. Love, Mercedes. Mercedes, I will always show love to Oak Cliff. And congratulations to all of the graduates. Absolutely. Hey, Auntie Jade and Auntie Kia. I hope y'all have a good day, week, month, and year so far. (laughs) Thank you so much. Cover all bases. y'all are having. Cover all of your bases, okay? I'll try to make this quick because I love hearing the shout outs. First, my little brother, my Sean Hill, and my cousin that is more like a brother anyways, uh, Kevon King, both graduating from high school. My Sean graduated from uh, Edzy or Edsdale. Edsdale. Ford. Eds Edsdale. Oh, Edsel. Oh, Edsel. Edsel. Maybe Edsel. Edsel Ford. Sorry. High school in Dearborn, Michigan. And Kevon graduated from Garden City High School in Garden City, Michigan. I am so incredibly proud of them and the growth that they have had as young men. My parents divorced his freshman year, which led to a rough start. And I was so happy to see him walk in his cap and gown to accept his diploma. The graduations were the same day, so unfortunately I couldn't be at Kevon's graduation. I started working at the corporate Starbucks in November of 2018. That's when I met my now best friend, Maya Claiborne, graduated from Henry Ford Academy Museum. There were times that she didn't think she was going to make it. But I knew she would the whole time. She plans on going to Jackson College in Jackson, Michigan in the fall of 2019. Last but certainly not least, my baby sister, Kyler Hill, graduated from Ridgewood Elementary, and she will be going to middle school as a sixth grader. She was born in 2008, and I was nine, going on 10 at the time. From the time she was born, I was there with her. I made her bottles, changed her diapers, fed her, washed her, 
rock her when she cried, slept with her. She was my little best friend. When my parents divorced, she was only seven and it was a confusing and rough time. To see her grow into the young lady she's becoming makes my heart melt and I'm so proud of her. I love all of them with all of my heart and I'm leaving some pictures below. Um, she says that she loves us so much and though she doesn't know us in person, she really appreciates uh, us for being in her life. Aww. Thank you so much. Uh, I think her name is Blake. Blake. Um, Blake. I think so. Yes. Thank you, Blake, for sending all, listen, all 45,000 of these pictures that you sent. Yeah. So real. <laughs> I mean, everybody is uh, so fly in their uh, caps and gowns and prom regalia. Yes. Um, congrats to all the graduates your, from your baby sister, your cousins. Um, and, um, and DJ Khaled here at the bottom. Uh, that part. Okay. <laughs> that's not shade. That's just lovely family humor. <laughs> you know that man looked like DJ Khaled. Girl. He does. All the way at the bottom. Well, maybe. Girl, how many pictures are here? So many pictures. I love it. Blake, you better represent for your family. You better put on for your city. Um, praise the Lord in heaven. I hope I'm not too late. I've been out here adulting. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to you both for your dedication to delivering a brand new episode of Getting Grown to us each and every week. Thank you. Jaden Kia, we speak your name, sister. And I had the pleasures of meeting Dr. Kia last November in Tampa. Nice. And, she, and she was tired from all that fast typing mm -hmm. she does but she was so gracious and I was awkward sorry now let me go telling y'all about my amazing and brilliant baby girl Lynn Denise who graduated from pre-k on May 21st not only did she do this after earning a perfect score on her VPK assessment but also after a miraculous recovery from a very scary bout with a rare kind of autoimmune encephalitis called anti-NMDA receptor Wow. Encephalitis in February 2018. So she goes on to tell us some of the effects of the condition. Um, my husband and I watched this condition steal our rambunctious chatty Hattie's ability to talk, walk and control her bodily functions. She spent seven weeks in the hospital, followed by three weeks of inpatient rehab for PT, OT and SP. Today, no one would ever know that she is as sick as, as sick as she was uh, a little more than a year ago. We believe in God's ability to heal her from the very beginning, but I, I but that I also nearly desiccated myself, crying my face off for weeks beside my baby's hospital bed. I, I fully understand that we had to advocate for her in every step of the way, and we were strengthened in our faith by this real trial and tribulation. So much love to you guys. Today, she's back to being the life of the party, bouncing off all my walls, <laughs> working my nerves, and talking our ears smooth off I love it. shout out to my baby girl for making us proud and exhausted every single day and being the fiercely strong-willed force that she is god has a plan for her life and she's here to shake things up i just know it kindergarten better watch out all the love lynette d wettis <laughs> owner sure. yes you know what so much love to you guys lynette and so much love to Lynn Denise, who's overcome so many different obstacles. But we know if she's that strong to get through that, then she's really going to be a force. So good. Hello, cousins. This is Myra. And I'm giving a loud and proud congratulations to my work study student, work daughter, Miss Jasmine Delva, and my favorite biologist, Miss Tashina Kelly, both graduating from Kettering University in Flint, Michigan, a very rigorous STEM university where not many look like them. Mm. These two have exhibited black girl magic like no other. They have defeated the odds on so many levels, and I'm very proud to know them. 
They have made me better as an SA pro, and I am lucky to have worked with them. We stand over YouTube quite often, and Jasmine had the chance to meet your good friend, Dustin, friend in our head, and she yes. when she was a part of the Nesby planning committee for their annual conference. Jazz and Tosh, I love you both dearly and look forward to your amazing futures and how you will break um, down all the barriers in the industry. You both have changed the narrative of what engineering and science on the campus looks like. Um, important. <clears throat> very important. Uh, she also gave attached a letter uh, of Jasmine's survival through losing her mom and getting through school and a picture of the um, other Black undergrad graduates. Um, from Beautiful. I guess from Kettering University. So thank you for sharing this. Shout out to Jasmine Absolutely. for uh, you know um, navigating grief and loss and still rising to the occasion to meet your goals. I know what that's like from personal experience, and I commend you for all of your hard work. Um, and shout out to the rest of the black undergraduates at Kettering, man. All eight of y'all, Jesus, what is this? Literally, like eight of you. That's shout out to y'all. Um, you're doing amazing work. Stay strong. And shout out to all the people who are still at Kettering in the good fight. So proud of y'all. Keep keep going. Yes. Happy Juneteenth, Jada Kim. <laughs> oh, I would like to give a special shout out to the few, the proud, my baby brother, a new Marine, Private Jonathan Hunter. He graduated right. from the 3rd Battalion in Company Platoon 3044 on June 14th, my grandmother's 82nd birthday too. Aw, giving me a real reason to celebrate Flag Day. I love him so much and wish him strength, quick knowledge, and safe blessings in his new career. I can continue to shout, fuck Donald Trump, protest the national anthem, and support our troops all at the same damn time. I hear you. I hear it. Much love to you, Jade and Kia. Keep helping us get grown every week. And that's from Daisha Hunter. Daisha, thank you for writing in. Congratulations to baby brother, Private Jonathan Hunter. You know, he's getting ready to do the work and... We, we, you know, we are, we're grateful. Absolutely. Um, okay. Let's see. The last one. Okay. Hey, yep. Jade and Kia. I've been waiting for my turn to send in my graduation announcement since I discovered your podcast around this time last year. Last Monday, June 10th, I received my Bachelor of Arts from Concordia University in Montreal, Quebec. I did a specialization in human relations and a minor in diversity. I'm so proud of myself since my minor was part of an honors college that you need to be invited to join and take classes from. And on top of it, I managed to graduate with distinction, which means your total GPA was over 3.4. Yes. The achievement means a lot since people look down on social sciences. And I was told several times by business and STEM majors that my program was, quote, easy or a degree in nothing. And I can't wait to prove them wrong. Next step is to find a job and get this adulting thing going since I'm 24 and have been in school nonstop since about five years old. Then after a few years of that, I'm planning on doing a master's in social work or counseling before I turn 30. I wanted to include a shout out to my friend I met in university, Lashana, my forgetful Pisces ass wouldn't have made it across <laughs> the stage without you. Keep up the good work, guys. You know us, uh, you help us listeners in more, more than you know. Thank you, Asia. Congratulations to you, Asia. And to congratulations to your uh, good sis, Lashana. Awesome work. For, uh, to the both of you ladies um, surviving and thriving at Concordia in Montreal. Absolutely. And that's it. That's it. That's the graduation announcements. All right. Y'all got one more week, two more weeks. Hold on. Let's look at this calendar. 
You have you have one more Tuesday. One more Tuesday. So get your last graduation announcements in for the next recording next week. That will be the last one for the year. And we will get back to our favorite season next year. I'm sad it's coming to a close. Oh, man. I'm sad it's coming to a close, but we are super proud of all of our graduates. Uh, so get get to sending those into Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Information will be in the description box. Absolutely. Let's get on to this kitchen table talk new. Zebit believes that everyone deserves access to lifelong interest-free credit. With Zebit, you have the power to buy what you need and pay over time, interest-free. Zebit provides a better zero-interest credit option for all members, no matter your credit score. With Zebit, there's zero cost to join, zero membership fees, and zero late fees. Your Zebit account is not determined by your credit score and your Zebit account does not impact your credit score. Zebit has more than 50,000 products in their marketplace and brand names like Xbox, Sony, Apple, GoPro, and Fitbit, all at competitive prices. From electronics to barbecues, furniture, more Zebit has everything you need for when you need it. Zebit has a five-star rating on Trustpilot and they've earned the trust of hundreds of thousands of customers who shop on Zebit. I love Zebit because... Where else are you getting ready to get zero interest financing, zero sign-up fees? And if you look at the Zebit Marketplace, there are all kinds of products. They got Apple Watches, there's jewelry on there, there's Bluetooth speakers, you can get AirPods, all kinds of stuff. So sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash grown and get $2,500 credit to shop the Zebit Marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash grown for $2,500 of interest-free credit. Zebit.com slash grown. So it's kitchen table talk time. Gather around. Um, We'll be getting back to the relationship series next week. Yeah, shout out to y'all for sending your emails. So we've definitely been receiving them and keeping track. We just want to make sure we have. The conversation, you know, all the discussions all mapped out. Yes. Maybe even going to try to get some guests in um, to help us kind of walk through some of this stuff. Yeah, over the coming weeks for sure. So uh, make sure you are sending those in to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com as well. Um, but we're going to get back to that next week. This week, <clears throat> so I had a conversation um, with some family who had seen a few comments about the show. <laughs> uh, and it sparked, it just sparked a conversation in my mind. Uh, Key and I don't have anything super solid formed, but we thought it would, we would get into a conversation. So, you know, there's a lot of real, a lot of positivity from you guys. Um, I'm going to be very candid. I don't read comments. Um, and it's not because I don't want to hear the beautiful, positive things that you'll have to say. Clearly we're reading emails and I see a lot of what you say on social media and you guys have been super supportive and we are very, very grateful for that. Um, but I don't read comments, you know, just for your own mental health. You know, you've got, you've, if, you know, just to keep it all the way funky, you got people who don't, who don't fuck with you and they will say negative things about you, you know, if they don't rock with you and it happens and it's like, you know, I don't I just don't need to absorb that in my life. It's not getting ready to do anything for me. Like, I just don't need to absorb that. Right. So that's just a little context. Um, but I was told about some comments where uh, I've been called a bully. And so I thought I, we should have a conversation sometimes about misconceptions um, 
that people may have about you just based off of things, you know, just things they've heard about you or even things that you've said or what have you. So, again, we don't have anything super formed or anything like that, but we just thought we would have a little conversation about about some misconceptions that people may have and how we can avoid some of those misconceptions in judging other people. Uh, but sis, so I'll start off with a question. Okay. What is a common misconception you think that people have about you or that you've been told? Um, hmm. I think, uh, I would have to say, um, I think people uh, think that I am, I don't know how to say this. I want to say that I'm a lot more serious than I am. I, I am a serious person, but I feel like people think that I am stiff mm. um, and mm. unapproachable or that I can't handle or um, I don't participate in certain act or certain conversations. Like, cause I, I, I have felt that, um, I guess I'm saying that people, because I am, um, because I, you know, because I am a Christian and I'm vocal about my, my walk or my relationship. I, I, I feel like even reticent to say it that way, because I feel like a lot of people have, um, done things in the name of Christianity that do not represent Jesus Christ. Mm, <laughs> so mm, mm, I mm. feel like I am, well, I, my aspiration, when I say that I'm a Christian, that means that I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times people um, unfairly generalize. And I, maybe I shouldn't say unfairly because I feel like generalizations are just a part of life and it's what we do. We think in categories. Um, but I do feel like there are a lot of um, things that people assign to church going people that I don't necessarily believe are representative of me. And I don't feel like people give me the opportunity to show them or express mm -hmm. those sides of me or that side of me. I think people just be like, Oh, you see Kia on, on Instagram going to church every Sunday. So she must not do X, Y, Z, or she must not know anything about X, Y, Z, or she must not, um, you know, have any friends who do that. Or whatever, like I, I that those are things that I don't feel like are fair, and I think that, that those those are the misconceptions that are most common and frustrating. That's fair. That's totally fair. I think I touched on it a, a second ago, just in in introducing the the kitchen table talk. But I think a huge misconception about me is that I'm aggressive and I like to fight. <laughs> This. <laughs> okay, listen. Is that a I have yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I have and this is also not a show I guess to ex like explain ourselves, but it's just I think it's good to talk about sometimes because sometimes people people they don't have it right. And it's okay for you to 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 make it clear. Um <clears throat> Yes, I've said I like to fight. When I say like, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. I joke and I kid. And when I say that, that's just because I don't have no problem backing down from an from a fight. However, I do understand the ramifications and the repercussions of what the, the consequences that can come from said altercations. With that being said, <clears throat> 
I don't ever instigate fights with people. Um, and I think one reason that I get so irritated, and this is something that I'm working on. So this is, this is like an active thing for me, but I'm recognizing that <clears throat> a lot of, a lot of my frustration and how I react to things is because I get so frustrated because I do try to be a courteous person and I try to be a nice person. I don't instigate fights with people. I don't, I don't ever start fights with people. I don't approach people in a manner in which I'm trying to have an argument with you or a fight with you. <clears throat> just because I just don't think that's productive. When I drive even, just an example, I think the road rage that I have comes from trying to be a considerate driver, not doing asshole shit that's going to cause more traffic and more problems on the road, cause accidents and things like that. Because honestly, I feel like 90% of our, our, our issues in traffic are from people who are rude and inconsiderate and only think about self. And so I try to be considerate and I realize that I get irrationally angry sometimes because <clears throat> in me trying to be considerate, I think I put other people to those same standards. And that's that's not fair because everybody wasn't raised. Everybody's not the same. So that's just a little transparency. That's something that I'm working on, but I do recognize. But again, I don't when I come when I when I come back at people, I feel like it's more of a of a response to you coming at me first. So I don't know if it's that. So is it that people <coughs> think that you, I don't know. Maybe it's that, maybe it's more nuanced than just like, oh, Jay likes to fight. I think it's more than, you know, you're not a confrontational person. You're not someone who, who um, goes, like you said, in search of a, of, of, you know, disagreements mm -hmm. or anything like that. But, um, you are at the same time, you are not afraid to defend yourself or things that you care about. Um, yeah. And with that, with that, I got to you, you have to pick your battles. So right, I recognize that you're thinking about it in different ways. You are working through like you do have a temper. Mm -hmm, um, I do. And I think that that's fair. <laughs> I think everybody has a temper, but you, you you're not just like a, a hothead. No. Um, who's just recklessly out here you know, looking for trouble. No, I'm also like a magnet for like crazy shit. Like that is not even as a cop out. My sister too. For whatever reason, the wildest characters always come somewhere in my bubble. So whether it be a stranger nigga now, how I've responded some, to some of those characters, then I have realized has made me look like a crazy person. Like the homeless nigga that I that I got into it with on the train years ago. I got into it with this dude and I know and I ended up telling him he had, you know, many missing teeth. And I ended up telling him if he didn't get out of my face, I was going to knock the rest of his teeth out of his head. And with that being said, when I by the time that argument was coming to a close, I literally said verbatim to this man, I look just as crazy as you do. I'm walking away. So there are times when I recognize that the arguments that I may choose are like, it's not even worth it. But I think when I was told that, you know, people thought I was a bully, it was like, wait a minute. I'm very anti-bullying. I don't ever gang up on, on weaker people than myself. I don't fight weaker people than myself. I refuse to do so because I don't think that's fair. But I, as, even in what I'm working on, I'm probably always going to have a, a, a streak of this inside of me where 
I will not back down from something like that. So what's the danger in getting wrapped up in in these misconceptions and generalizations? I think it, I think the danger in that is that you put um you put different things on people that that are not true. And it then causes a block in you getting to know somebody. And I'm not saying everybody needs to get to know everybody. I think another thing too is that when you put these misconceptions and whatnot on people, it allows you to form to to only pay attention to the negative a lot of times. Or to only pay attention to whatever you think. Yeah. Versus having like an open mind in terms of like, you know, oh, or just being open to the possibility that the limitations that you place on a, on a, on a person um, may be incorrect or insufficient. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I and, feel like, oh, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, sis. No, I just feel like um, what has, I don't know, I think, I think we can really be, like we are, I guess our, our instinct I mean, Mm -hmm. even going back to like basic cognition in terms of how we learn and and process information, you know, as children and and, and developing adults, like it's easy for us to fall into, you know, just kind of categorizing people Mm -hmm. and grouping people by common characteristics or our previous experience with certain certain things or certain, um, you know, phenomena. Mm -hmm. But as we grow and as we develop um, our perspectives have to broaden and change, um, you know, just like, you know, hopefully with, you know, as, as we are exposed to more, our perspectives around what we are exposed to should be growing in like manner. Yep. So, um, you know, like when you are a little, a little, a little person, when you are a toddler and you're learning, you know, your fruits and your vegetables or you're learning your colors, you know, you come to know that an orange, you know, the fruit is an orange, but it also represents the color orange. Yeah. And, and, you know, the more you come into contact with orange things, you start to interpret that orange is, is, you know, more than just the oranges that grows on trees. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think, you know, I think what, what the, for me, the risk in kind of holding true to the categories and the boxes that we place people in, we really are limiting, um, you know, our capacity to uh, really appreciate the, the rich diversity that's in the world. Yep. So I think um, going back to my example of, of guys that I've talked to that felt like, because, you know, I, I am in a relationship with, with Christ or because I go to church or because that's something that I prioritize for myself that I wouldn't talk to them or I wouldn't, you know, you know, they felt like they couldn't talk to me or I wouldn't be interested in developing a relationship with me. Um, you know, I think that that's just like, that's this really frustrating mm-hmm. because, you know, just because I am that person, I'm, that doesn't mean that all girls who go to church on Sunday all do the same things. No. Right. That's just like all people from, from Brooklyn don't all do the same things mm-hmm. and all people you know, that born in the month of March don't all do the same mm-hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? Like there may be some similarity there, but there is so much, you know, complexity and there's so much diversity in who people are. And I think that um, when we when we kind of cut ourselves off to, oh, and I'm guilty of it too, right? Because y'all heard me say all the time, like, you know, I don't, there's certain preferences, certain things that I don't like. I'm guilty of it too, but I think that, you know, we have to just remain conscious of the fact that when we put such limitations on ourselves, 
what are they? They're actual limitations. Mm -hmm. And we might be missing out on something that can, you know, help us or grow us or extend us in some meaningful or important way. I agree. 100%. I j it's just dangerous. And that's, that's part of the problem in our, and not even just in, in our country, but in the world right now in general, our, a lot of that is misconceptions about other people <laughs> and that yeah. causes, it causes bigger problems. And so I think it warrants, um, and, and the thing about it is I've been guilty of it as yeah, well. I've been totally we guilty have. of it. You know what I'm saying? So this is not even just to like defend self and this is not who I am. I'm not a bully. Like, it's not even about that. It's about the fact that we need to do a self check. But yeah. So like, I, like I recognize different steps that I need to take in my life to, um, different changes that I'm, that I'm trying to make just as a person that I recognize that I need to make because of consequences, because of things that can happen. But I also know who I, as a, who I am as a person, and I think it's important for us to just kind of open our minds a little bit more when it comes to others. First of all, if you just follow the mantra from the end of the show and mind your business in the first place, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of that can be avoided. But when you just fix your, fix your mind to say, you know what, I don't like this person, so these are all the things that I think about them. This is who they are as a person. It's dangerous. It's super dangerous. When I was at this... Um this meeting last week, it was an institute that was designed to um, um, provide training and professional development for STEM faculty who wanted to adopt and um, implement, mm -hmm. uh, you know, strategies for diversity and equity and justice in their classroom. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I thought that was that was most eye opening for me is that, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, I guess let me say it like this. Uh, we still have a whole lot more work to do. I don't mm -hmm. think that we all really realize the the extent to which um, like racism, like the system, systems of racism and hatred and, and injustice, social injustice um, in this country that this country was literally grounded in like we don't recognize the implications that that has on our current everyday lives mm -hmm. as I'm sitting in rooms with you know faculty and institutional leaders at colleges and universities from ar around the country and hearing the ways like the very general and stereotypical ways that black and brown people are considered and regarded in these spaces and it was really it was really jarring for me to hear how some people in that room who make decisions as far as who gets access to certain opportunities, mm -hmm. how they feel, what they perceive around people of color mm -hmm. or people of different ethnicities and, and backgrounds and different identities. Um, it's so crazy. Like people literally, and, and I, I mean, I hope, I mean, I don't want to be like too deep or scary, but like, it's almost like, it almost feels like we're not in 2019, but we are still like not that far from like 1964. Oh, absolutely. Like, like literally, day. I've never been more exhausted. Like not only was I on the West Coast, so I was battling jet lag and, mm -hmm. you know, the time difference, but like being in rooms uh, with people who I did not feel like respected me. Like, you understand? Know because I have a difference or, or presented a different perspective. People like there were white men in the room who lashed out at me and questioned my credibility. Mm. Um, not because, uh, 
not because they, not only because they disagree with what I was saying, but that because they could not believe that what they were hearing was coming from a black woman who mm. looked like me mm. in that space. And in that, in that instance, I was in a position of authority mm. or, or you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, I don't want to get too far off topic, but I guess I'm saying we all, all like looking at people and grouping people, making these kind of, uh, staunch generalizations and having these like baseless concepts of who people are based on what we think we know Mm -hmm. about a certain group or a type of person. Like that's something that is literally etched into the fabric of this society, but it's something that we have to fight against. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, like I was saying before, it's sad that I even have to say this, but so many people have abused Uh, Christianity and done such vile, horrible, hateful things in the name of Christianity that I'm almost reticent to say I'm a Christian, not because I deny Jesus Christ, but just because people have been lying on Jesus so much, right, (laughs) that I don't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm worried that people are going to think because I'm a Christian that I'm going to be hateful and mean. Because mm. a lot of people have been or out judgmental. here being hate, right, hateful, mean, and judgmental in the name of Christ, who was never, as far as I went from where I sit, who was absolutely the opposite of that. Mm. Jesus was always with people who, who technically he ain't have no business talking to, mm-hmm. but people, but people, because in our present day or in our in our current society, people have done such horrible things and called themselves Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me reticent to say that I'm a Christian, but I, I mean, we just need to, but, but I'm saying that to say, I'm hoping that people, we all kind of open our minds to um, more broader concepts of what things mean, mm-hmm. right? So instead of just thinking that all black women roll our necks and talk real loud. Ugh. And double dutch and corn You know what I'm saying? Or instead of thinking that all, you know, Latin American people do a certain thing or all Asian American people do a certain thing or that all people from Texas do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish that we can really just think about the rich diversity of perspectives and, and opinions and beliefs and mindsets, you know, that can exist within same people who share identity or share space and stop just guessing about people. And I'm guilty of it too, because I think anybody who said niggas ain't shit is guilty of this. Right. But at the same time, you know, you know, we have to think about, um, the ways in which people erroneously categorize us mm-hmm. and, and the ways that it's just, it's just not fair. Um, because, you know, to be honest, guys, there's just so much, we, we have a lot, we have a lot of work ahead of us to do if we want to continue to affect change and push towards progress towards righting some of the wrongs that this country was founded on. Agreed. So, I mean, even things as small as, you know, just like, not assuming <laughs> based on, you know, our previous experience or what we've been exposed to is really step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I 100% agree. So we just wanted to have a little conversation on that. We thought it was important. Um, it's kind of a checking conversation for self. And also, you know, again, this is all of us getting grown together. So sometimes we just need a reminder to, uh, to kind of check ourselves before you riggedy riggedy wreck yourself. 
Word to crisscross. Shout out to y'all. It's very auntie of me. Absolutely. (laughs) And we can move right on to these HBs. Okay, then. As you start getting ready for the summer, there's a better choice for those hot, sweaty days. Aluminum-free coconut deodorant from Kapari. Kapari's coconut deodorant is a cleaner alternative to traditional deodorants. It's vegan and doesn't contain silicones, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. It keeps you fresh with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil. It's great if you have sensitive skin, if you're looking for a deodorant with a subtle scent, or if you just don't want a bunch of questionable ingredients on your body. Plus, it goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue. The original scent smells like sweet coconut milk. There's also a fragrance-free version and two new scents, beach and gardenia. You never have to worry about running out of deodorant because Kapari offers a subscription. I definitely am a part. Get it automatically shipped for free. With a money-back guarantee, there's no reason not to try. So I personally love Kapari because... I, your girl has been natural for a while. I have tried. I literally done the big chop on my armpits and I have tried every natural deodorant there is out there. Kapari is one of the only ones that works. It doesn't break me out because baking soda is very bad for my armpits. It does not break me out. And I do walk around smelling like a beautiful can of Goya. Go to kaparibeauty.com slash grown to save $5 off your first deodorant order when you subscribe. That's kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash grown. Kaparibeauty.com slash grown. Honestly? Truly. So, actually, we have an an honesty box, but we have a follow-up from last week's, was this last week's honesty box? Okay. Or maybe it wasn't. Uh, Yeah, I think it was last name. I mean, last week, um, this was from our listener who said that she and her best friend of seven years um, tried a relationship. Remember, they tried a relationship and now she was trying to figure out if they should be platonic or how to fight, how to see him in a romantic way. Do you okay, recall? Yeah, yeah, I do recall. OK, so she says, hey, and we had many questions because. You know, we needed some backstory. So she says, hey, all I listened in and wanted to answer some follow up. We are both actively pursuing each other and we both want to make it work. I even had a conversation with him after listening in and he states he feels the same way that I'm everything he wants, but he still sees me as a friend. We're currently working on making sure we're doing new and different things that we didn't do as friends. Any advice or suggestions? Hmm. Hmm. I forgot what we called her. A Marie? Was it A Marie? I don't remember. I can't remember, child. We can call her A Marie. <laughs> but what do you have? You have advice for A Marie? Because you know this is this is new territory for me, child. Ah, uh, new and different things that you didn't do as friends. I mean, you got to go back and look at your mistakes and figure out, you know, figure out what y'all did that what whatever you were doing that didn't work. Do it. Do the different opposite. <laughs> No, I mean, like, I think if she's talking about new and different, like, activities, like dating. Oh, things, is that what she's saying? Things. We're currently That's working on making sure we're doing new and different things that we didn't do as friends. Any yeah, advice? So if or they, such- like, hung out and went to the movies as friends, like, how do they pursue the date space? That's what I perceive the question. Okay. Why do we always get confused by your honesty boxes? <laughs> hey, Marie, why? I don't think you're still giving us enough. Okay. So if that's what you mean in doing new and different. See, when I, when I saw that she was asking about doing things new and different, 
that they didn't do as friends any of I thought she was talking about all right I guess how to make the relationship work but if you're talking about activities I mean it depends on what y'all are into there's all kinds of things you can do that are not necessarily going to the movies or sitting down at a restaurant you know what I'm saying you could put together a I hate the word picnic you can put together a park outing where you pack food in a basket and then you sit down and you enjoy each other's company. <laughs> you all look at each other and you have conversations. I think it's important for you to continue to just, I think that friendship that you have is super important. I think that's actually going to be a key element in what makes you all Absolutely. work. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. I don't, I don't think my advice would be to not to, to make sure that you continue to be friends. Yeah. Because I mean, the older I get, like, you know, they, I, I think that that's what that's what excites me about mm -hmm. partnership the most is this like, I I feel like being friends is like, a, it's like, not being friends is a deal breaker. It's, Absolutely, like I feel like the fact I my I look forward to like having a best friend that I get to like touch inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really fun. Like the thing with Tristan is that. <laughs> you are tickled. I just feel like inappropriate. It's like, where did that come from? Like the fact that I would, I just think it would be great that I had like I I would just get to uh, yeah to have to have a best friend that I'm attracted to, and I it's get to like really yes, fun. like that is woo. Listen, yes, I'm, yeah. I told y'all sometimes Tristan gets on my last like breathing nerve. Okay, and there are times where we don't like each other very much, but then there are other times where we have a good time. I just think that that's what it's all about. Like, he, if you're not going to be my nigga, then we're not going to make it. Like, that's it. That's, that's it. So like, that friendship that y'all have, you need to keep that. That's absolutely. my advice. Keep that. You Don't know what I'm saying? That. Don't lose it. Even when, and I think that's what always keeps me bouncing back is that even if we have an argument or a disagreement or what have you, I still know that we have a baseline friendship. And that moment of negativity is not going to last forever. And so trying to get back to that place where you guys can make each other laugh or you can have thought provoking conversations or you can bounce ideas off of one another. Those are the times when you really appreciate that partner in your life. You know what I'm saying? And if you try to hold on to those things and do what you can to try to harness that, y'all are going to be OK. I think also I would not like I would lean into uh, like if you say that 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 he is what you want, if you are what he wants, then I I wouldn't overthink this. Nah, not at I all. I think that this is. I feel like physical attraction is going to play. Like it's going to do what it's going to do. Like mm -hmm. I think y'all should just con don't overthink it. Don't try to set up. Okay, now we have to do date things. No, nah. y'all continue to eat peanut butter and jelly and watch Golden Girls if that's what y'all was doing before. Keep that same energy. Yep. And you're going to, and, and then other things that will evolve within your relationship. You, you might get into new activities together. You might get into activities separately, but you will always come back because you have that strong foundation of friendship and respect for one another. And it sounds like you guys have a really solid history. It doesn't, you know, like you guys like each other as people. That's important. And that, makes, so that important. makes for a strong relationship. That's going to be even more important than thinking that he's hot. Yeah. Believe it or not. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. 
that is going to be the most important thing. Like legit. Like this, you're going to have to, at the end of the day, be able to vouch for this nigga's character. I could kick myself for every time I said a nigga was too nice. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Not I saying- mean, and I have been praying. Like, even now, I'm like, Lord, help me to be attracted to the things that I'm supposed to be attracted to. Mm. Because I am literally, I want y'all to really get this deep down in the spirit. <laughs> I am actually a bird. And I'm praying for the Lord to deliver me from that. Because it has not served yeah. me well in my life. You know what I'm saying? I be out here worried about Jordans and Gucci sneakers. And niggas be trash on the inside. You know what I'm saying? So I I'm like, fun Lord, of niggas for wearing... You know what I'm saying? Wearing skippies or whatever the case. Lord, back help in me the day. to get over the fact that he's not dressed the way that I want him to be dressed. Listen. But he is a quality person who actually gives a crap about me. And I'm over here worried about his shoes. Help me. You know what I'm Shallow. saying? Like, don't be like me. Don't no. be like me. No, I'm telling y'all, like this be better. Is not me. We, I have literally, I could, I could kick myself for every time I said a nigga. Not, I'm not saying that I've had like 27 nice niggas in my life, but I'm saying when I have encountered really nice men in the past. Not even saying Tristan's not nice, but you, y'all know what I'm saying. For every time I've said a nigga is too soft. It's like a decent dude, but yeah. I'm just a decent dude. I feel like I could beat up though. So I'm not I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. That's I can't with the yummy thinking. <laughs> and I'm asking the Lord to bring me up out of that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he's doing it. Jay did I mean, that, I hope so. Hopefully so. y'all don't have to go through that. Like we are telling you something because we know, because we have experienced it, because we have said it. Listen, I'm just telling you. And somebody told me we was talking about this. I was I had my friend Alicia. Shout out to Alicia. It's her birthday. Uh, Alicia had a cookout for her birthday on Saturday. He was talking about it. everyone is un, like like some of my friends were. Everyone was talking about how they think I'm going to marry like you know another academic like a doctor like me. And I'm like you know ideally that would be amazing. And they was like well why don't you? I was like because I have I just I like niggas like. I- yeah, I might marry this is the, the barber. Problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mm, like, like just, I don't know what it is. I just maybe it's because you know I was my daddy's a nigga, my granddaddy fundamentally is a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like all your friends. This, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like that's what it's going to be. You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping that I can find one that is going to. You know what I'm saying? Listen, when you like niggas, that comes with challenges. And that's all I'm going to say about that. My Lord. (laughs) But either way, we digress. Uh, A. Marie, girl, don't overthink this. Just be in it. Yeah. Lean into your friendship and the basis of your relationship with this person. If you guys like each other, eventually grown folks are going to Netflix and chill. Don't overthink it. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead. And with the Yamin, with the Yamin, y'all just enjoy each other and let this thing naturally evolve into whatever it is it's going to be. That's, that's it. That, that's what Stop I Stop thinking say. so hard about it. And, and and honestly, you know, if you let this nigga go for shallow reasons and then come back years down the line and say, he was, you end up with somebody who's mean. And then you come back years down the line and say, you know what, that dude who wore the Michael Jordan jeans was not that bad. <laughs> I could have dealt with the Michael Jordan jeans. Like, we could have got them tailored or what have you, but here I was. (laughs) You know, my problem, I've always ended up with the chubby boys for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could overlook. I could overlook. I could overlook. You know, he smelled good. (laughs) But ain't nothing wrong with the chubby boys. He smells really good. That little belly is comfortable. So, pushing. And as I get older, more pushing for the, y'all think that just applies to women. It (laughs) don't. 
<laughs> so <laughs> anyway, Avery, um, we hope we answered your question. Yeah, girl, uh, we just clearly, been talking. My clearly, bad. we just be we we. I don't know if that's what you were asking, but if that's what you were asking, that's what we saying. That's what happens when you are auntie, though, for real. That's it. And since we left that so long, we're just going to save the next honesty box for next week and jump right on into the petty peeves. All right, all right, all right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey, honey, honey. So, I, uh, this, this is kind of not in the same vein of last week, but it could have been trash, but I decided to save it for the petty peeves. And I've actually broken it up into two petty peeves because two things irritated me about this situation. So it's Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, Pride World Pride Month. And we are, you know, we are celebrating our brothers, sisters, and those in the non-binary. Um... And happy that they have a space and and some and some recognition. You know what I'm saying? You deserve. Um, we're trying to show as much at ad, at we you know we're trying to show as much respect and and allyship as we possibly can, and making sure that you have your space. Whoever started sh- that idea of Straight Pride Month is dumb as hell. <sighs> anyway, that's not my petty peeve. My petty peeve is during this June World Pride Month 2019, your favorite homegirl in Ketchy Diallo jumped on Al Gore's internet and decided to tell people, I too am a part of the LGBTQ. What is she not a part of? Because she just want to be a part of everything. She is now claiming to be bisexual, bisexual. And so that's my first part of my, that's part A of my petty peeve. Girl, are you getting ready to jump on every marginalized community that you possibly can? You trying to be a part of everything. I said on Twitter, she needs to just call herself uh, a pan-human, pan-humus, whatever you want to call it, because you... My homegirl are everything. You are literally everything. You need to stop claiming to be part of anything because you claim to be part of everything. And I'm irritated because our, you know, our our friends and our family in the LGBTQIA community already don't have, they have not had a proper space for themselves. If you want to compare it to black people, not comparing it, but if you want to use black people as an example, you know what I'm saying? Me and Santana were having this conversation earlier. This is a bit of a tangent, but we're having this conversation earlier about Pride Month and about celebrating Pride Month and how that does not necessarily mean going out in the streets for the parade and, and waving your rainbow flags. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's about respecting other people in their spaces. It's the same thing with black people. We have our bars, we have our clubs, we have our spaces that we come together to celebrate in and not saying that you can't come be a part if you're, if you're not an ally, if you're an ally, not saying that you can't come be a part, but sometimes it's okay to take a step back and be respectful and let people have that space. And so even as an ally, that means recognizing when you need to take a step back and allow people to celebrate and be in a space that represents them and what they have not had. 
And when you jump on the bandwagon and you want to be a part of everything, nope, I, nobody has any respect for the old crazy bitch anyway. So that's the first part of my petty peeve. The second part of my petty peeve is for the little anonymous asshole who asked me if I was related to Rachel Dolezal. What? On Twitter, when I responded to her tweet, when she said she was bisexual, I said, of course you are. And this nigga responds to me and says, are you related to Rachel Dolezal? Y'all look alike. Wow. See, and this is why people call me a bully. But see, like if somebody came at you and called you Rachel Dolezal, you too would want to fight. In Rachel Dolezal language, I too want to fight. Because what are you doing? I don't look like that lady. What, we both got some braids in our heads and I have a a lack of melanin and some freckles and you think that I look like this bitch? See, this is the kind of stuff that makes me want to fight. This is the kind of stuff that I'm going to defend. And if I see you, then I want to punch you in the neck. (laughs) And I get called a bully. The irony. But uh, that's my petty peeve this week. Is A for Rachel Dolezal of Spokane, Washington. Rachel and Dolezal of Spokane, Washington. Mm-hmm. First of all, you want to be a part of everything. You need to sit down somewhere and keep doing them box braids that people keep paying you to do. and Mind oh, your Lord. business. And then part B is for that other little nigga. I will find you when you decide to post your picture in your profile. <laughs> What's your petty peeve this week? I was. It's probably some kind of payback. Um. So I will say that... Um, my petty peeve is kind of similar. I think mm-hmm. um, I kind of touched on it at the kitchen table, but um, I I just feel like a lot of times when one of the, like if after this week's meeting, well, the, the meeting that I was at last week, mm-hmm. I just feel like, um, you know, kind of like how people say I'm not racist but before they say some racist things Mm -hmm. yes uh one of the things that really just took me for a loop at this particular meeting was everyone kept talking about their intentions Mm -hmm. or like you know and blaming right so like uh, when it comes to why um why you know let's let's talk about what is what some of the reasons for some of the existing achievement gaps and disparities that exist in education mm-hmm. and have been existing for like my whole lifetime. Um, when it talks like when we talk about like what are some of the reasons for that, people are very quick to say, like, you know, of course I care about, you know, there being underrepresentation of of black and brown people in my mm-hmm. classroom. Um, and my colleagues have the best of intentions, but Right. Or like or like, um, you know, I never intend to to be problematic or to say things that are offensive to people. But Mm. right. So like I just I feel like we (laughs) for every reason I heard that way too much this week and it was just blowing my mind. Like I said, I've said it before and and I'll continue to say it. Intention does not absolve you of responsibility. Mm. It does not. If you run over my toes with your car and you didn't mean to do it, my toes is still broke. AF. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they still broke off. Like, they might have come completely off my feet. And I don't care whether or not you meant to do it. My feet still broke. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, So, I just, I just, I just, I guess my petty peeve is for people 
who think that we give a crap about their intentions when the world is on fire. Right. Mm. Like, I think that that is so crazy to me. Um, I was really floored and taken aback. Right. <laughs> By, I felt like, shout out to Dustin. Like me and Dustin said, I was like, well, I, what was I taking? Aback. Um, I was taken aback by the number of people who, you know, we're in here talking about the fact that for the last 40 years or, you know, literally certain institutions are are literally in 2019 still graduating. Some programs are still only graduating 20. Um, like, you know, we've graduated no more than 20 black people mm. this year. Mm. Mm. And you still want to sit around the table and talk about the intentions of your colleagues, girl. Don't mm. nobody care about what you intend at all and won't and ever and don't. But like and I was essentially had to break it down for one of the people in, in my, um, that I was working with. And I hope that I didn't offend this man or maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do hope that he was offended. But I had to tell him, I was like, I, do you hear? I just want you. Let me offer, like, as he was saying, whatever he said to me, I will offer back to him how I interpreted what he said. So he would say something like, I understand, man. I really wish that we could do something to help, you know, to get more black and brown people enrolled in our programs. But at the end of the day, I got a mortgage to pay. Mm. Right. So I said, let me just offer to you. This is what you I know what you intended to say. But you for the fact that you would say that to me as a black woman, you're saying that the fact that black black people do not feel welcome in your academic program is saddening to you. But at the end of the day, that does not matter. Mm. Or it doesn't matter more to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, what matters more to you is the fact that you, you have to continue in your career and your personal advancement. Yep. So why it's unfortunate and why you agree with me that it's unfortunate that people who look like me are not doing as well as you are, their lives don't matter, no. essentially. Well, that's not what I meant, but that's what you said. <laughs> that's what you said. Yep. That's what you said. I got a mortgage to pay, and I know that we should be doing these things in order to help these students, but my superiors don't care about that. And if I want to advance in my career, then I have to do what my superiors say. You know, white people's favorite two words, I promise, on this whole planet are that's unfortunate. Bruh. And it just makes me so, so tired. And like, it that really is wears me down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wears me down. And I think that, uh, I don't know, it just, I, I talked to my supervisor about this at length because I go to meetings all the time. And I told her, like, I've, I've never come home and felt so defeated mm. after this meeting. Because it, it was just very, like, it was in my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel yeah. like you, you, you hang around these well-intentioned, well-meaning people all the time. And you hear the things that they say around, you know, the issues and the problems that they have on their campus. But when it comes down to talking about what they are willing to do about it, mm. it's a different kind of conversation. A different conversation. And it's like, oh, man, I, re I fully recognize that this is a problem. And that change needs to happen. I also want you to know that I myself am not willing to change. Like, like, like that's it. Like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I appreciate you letting me know where you stand. In Thank this you. World. Right. Like, I'm clear now. I'm clear. And I was talking to my best friend, Leslie, uh, one of my, my high school best friend, Leslie. Mm -hmm. um, and we was just talking about it this morning. And I was like, because, you know, the bottom line is this is this work is really daunting. 
and it, it, it's heavy. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot and it's a lot to carry, but it really does. We're talking about, when we're talking about purpose and finding purpose. A lot of times you find your purpose in the things that piss you off. Yep. You find your purpose in the things that make you angry and can't keep you, you know, from resting comfortably in your bed at night. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I'm tossing and turning in the bed at the Crown Plaza in LA because I'm sitting in the room with these people who are telling me that they mean well, but they're not going to do nothing about the problems that they say that they care about. Like that, that, that means that I have to find a way to, to, to uh, work around them, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate, right? Because these are not <laughs> people that are talking about, I'm not talking about people who are my contemporaries. I'm talking about people who are old enough to be my mom and daddy. Mm. And it's like, dang, you still here? Okay. Well, we recognize <laughs> we recognize that this is a problem, but we're not willing to do you know anything to try I to help fix it. This is a problem, but I am not interested. You recognize at all. that that's one of the biggest problems, right? Like, do I'm you not rec- interested? I'm not doing anything at all to do anything about that. Why? Because that might throw that might throw me off. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I gotta make sure that my third house is paid for. Listen, I know you don't have one, this, but that's not my problem. People wonder, like, the few few people, uh, very few, because I think we know. But a lot of people, you know, I've, ha- I've heard people, but why do you, why, why do you hate Rachel Dolezal so much? I've heard black people saying that, like, why do you hate Rachel Dolezal so much? It's not the fact that Rachel Dolezal wears box braids and pretends to be a black woman. That's not why, why we can't stand Rachel Dolezal. It's because Rachel Dolezal would be way more effective as a white woman. She'd be way more effective, but instead she if chose she gave to. A crap. If she if she really, if she really, she really, really cared about, about the needs mm. and the perspectives and the experiences mm. and the rights mm. of the people that she that she feels so connected to, right? Right. <laughs> that she feels that are a part of who she is as a person. Why not use your privilege? That that's it. But see, for the so many, greater good. But y'all don't want to do that. You don't want to use your privilege for the greater good. You want to acknowledge the problem and then keep it pushing. And acknowledging it, again, like Kia said, does not absolve you of your responsibility in helping to fix it. So, I'm sorry, sis. It's that sucks. Cool. That it's sucks. Cool. Well, that is another episode of Getting Grown. Indeed. Um... I guess this is I guess it's a little problematic this week to tell people to mind their business because <laughs> sometimes we need to mind other people's business in order to get things done. But in the spirit in which we say it, what do the people need to do, sis, in order to thrive and survive? The people con- need to continue to uh, moisturize their skin, uh, mind their business and drink plenty of water. Why, sis? Because your black will crack. If you're a terrible person. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Sunday, June 23rd at 8, 7 central on BET. Celebrate cool live as Regina Hall hosts BET Awards 2019. The ultimate night in black culture and giving back. Catch timeline crushing performances by Cardi B, her, DJ Khaled Khaled, Lizzo and more. Plus your fave TPs, Taraji P. Henson and Tyler Perry. Don't miss the BET Awards 2019 live Sunday, June 23rd at 8, 7 central on BET.